How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm pretty good. It's an exciting Monday. It is an exciting Monday. We're finally going to see Colton jump over the fence on The Bachelor. That's That's a great way, I think, to cold open our show is just by talking about The Bachelor. That's what we usually do. That way, anybody who's never heard the show before just thinks that we talk about The Bachelor, which we do. We do, but only for the first, like, two minutes because I am horribly uncaught up. And then we re- also remember that this show is not about The Bachelor. It's about <laughs> music. You know what I completely forgot to do? What? I don't think I filled out my bracket this week. You didn't do it last week either, so I'm winning by a lot. I could have sworn that I did it last week. Mm-mm, you didn't get any points. So unless you did very badly, you just didn't fill it out. Uh, well, hello, everybody, and welcome to If Records Could Talk here on Indie Blue Radio. Indie Blue Radio. My name is on? Shannon. I'm, I'm Kathleen. Uh, and we are your co-hosts of this lovely show where lovely, we lovely little talk show. about music. I'm going to pull up the bracket so that I... Pull up our bachelor bracket as we move into talking about music, the actual topic of this show. So what are we talking about tonight, Kathleen? Tonight on If Records Could Talk, it's Women's Empowerment Hour. Tonight we're going to talk about the one, the only, Ariana Grande. Comparable. Ariana Grande. She, yeah, she, she is, is. She's really something. Um, and then the second half, we're going to talk about the Aces. The Aces. One of my favorite bands. A good choice, I think. Period. Ooh. Period. And that's the end of the show, everybody, <laughs> because show. Kathleen said period, so <laughs> it's over now. <laughs> it's done now. <laughs> Just kidding. You still have to listen to us for at least 26 more minutes. Please listen to us for 26 more minutes. So Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. With the album Thank You Next. Thank her you. Most recent release. Next. Came this out. comes what was it, five months after Sweetener? Yeah. Five months. Most albums don't do that. Nope. Gotta be at least a year. But she did that. She did that for I, us. I read something that said she said that it was written in a week and recorded in two more. So the whole album yeah. only took three weeks. And it yeah. was all in her, like, post-breakup mm-hmm. haze of, like, I want to make music. Yeah. Which, you know, I It's relatable. I feel, it. I feel like a lot of people have those. Yeah. Not everyone's end in, like, giant smash pop albums. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure everyone wishes that they would. I Sometimes I wish that I could have some smash albums. Um Smash Mouth albums. Smash Mouth albums. That's go to your Smash local Mouth. store and Where buy are you? one, and you'll have one. <laughs> Where are another you? Another podcast. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> another podcast for another time. <laughs> um. So yeah. So thank you. Next. Thank this you. Is, next. It's twelve songs. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're all bops. Uh yeah, yeah. They're all bops. Mm-hmm. They're all bops for the most part. They're um, very good. I. What'd you think of it? You know, the first time I listened to it, I mm-hmm. was like. Meh. And now I listen to it again, and I'm like, yeah, this is this is solid. It's not my favorite Ariana yeah. Grande album, um, just because I feel like the short time frame is mm-hmm. like noticeable on most of the songs. Even like they're all they're all well written and they're all powerhouses. Yeah. But if she had more time, it could have been a little bit more polished. Okay. I feel like. Um, but Seven Rings, Seven so Rings, good. Seven Rings, so, controversial because so I know that it is reported that she mm-hmm. may have stolen some lyrics I, and yeah, melody I was about that and today. all that stuff, but she hasn't said anything about it. So 
I was reading something. I think it was a Pitchfork article, which I have some quotes from. Um, But they were saying something about, like, she didn't steal the lyrics. She's, like, friends with the person who wrote the lyric originally, and they're a credited writer, but it's just not mentioned. Okay. And that's why she hasn't talked about it. Okay. I don't know if that's, like, 100% true, but that's what I was reading. Okay. Because you can go listen to the song for yourself that Mm -hmm. she reportedly stole lyrics and melody from it's called mine by princess nokia mm-hmm. um when the album first came out or when the song first came out excuse me she posted a savage savage twitter video about it <laughs> i i saw it i was like yo that's legit now she <laughs> deleted it so if you can find it somewhere on the internet you should watch it because it's it's pretty funny we still we yeah. still stand ariana grande we but, do 100 you know. um the pitchfork article i really loved the way that uh it started Excuse me. Uh, it was written by Rao. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Rao Raoia yeah. Kamir yeah. at Pitchfork, um, and I think like the very first sentence of the article is just that this whole album is songs of affirmation that which feel lighter, freer, and more fun, carried effortlessly by Grande's undeniable voice. Yeah, which is very very true. Um, and also later in that article, she wrote, uh, or they wrote rather, that Sweetener was a bridge, a necessary post-tragedy assertion of survival and strength. In contrast, Thank You Next feels like the deliverance following Sweetener's catharsis, which I thought was very accurate That's in the so way that accurate. these songs are. Everyone knows how I feel about Pitchfork, but that... That was decent. Mm-hmm. That was decent. I'll give them that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I disagreed with a lot of the later part of the article, but the beginning, beginning paragraphs, bit, I was like, it. you got this. <laughs> um, and I definitely agree with that quote because I feel like a lot of these songs, obviously some of them are, you know, ballads, like yeah. Ghost In and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but for the most part, these songs are, they're like single girl songs. Yeah. And they're like happy single girl songs mm-hmm. of like, treat yourself, treat your friends. It's all fine. You're going to be okay. Yeah. And Which is I a really great that. message. It really like. is. That's you know, the mood for 2019. Mood. Treat yourself. Treat your <laughs> friends. You're going to be, be good. Right. You're going to be all right. Um, yeah. What? There's a really good... John Caramonica mm-hmm. is one of my favorite writers for the okay. New York Times. He's yeah. the, like one of the lead pop critics. And he said um, all about this album. He said, no current pop star is more adept at stoking and channeling swells of online fan curiosity than Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. In the process, she has become a master of the Easter egg, the clapback, the strategic tweet and delete. In the middle of a storm, Grande is cool, collected, hands firmly on the wheel. Joshua should be a mood for 2019. It definitely is. (laughs) Just to add a third mood, um, Kate Solomon with Billboard, I lost my mind when I read this quote. Um, There are few people poised to dissect the trauma of being alive quite like the woman who once proclaimed that she had no tears left to cry, only to learn that was definitely not the case. Which is a great way, I think, to just sum up Ariana Grande's experience Mm -hmm. in this last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, Her article was a lot about how, like, we automatically connect with these songs just because you cannot escape knowing about Ariana Grande's past year or so. It's very true. Everybody knows whether you like her music or even listen to it, like 
you've heard at least one thing about her yeah. and everything that she's had to go through. And I feel like because of the fact that she's gone through so much mm-hmm. and she's, you know, grown as a human and yeah. like grown as a person, it's forced her fans to become better people mm-hmm. and also forced me specifically to actually become <laughs> a fan of hers. Because I remember back in the day, I was like, you know, I was aware of yeah, Ari, yeah. but now I'm like with it. I'm mm-hmm. there. Listening to Listen that album. Listening to that album. Got it on lock, Ari. Great job. Um. So, so standouts from the album. Mm-hmm. What do we think? I love Needy. I love Bloodline. Her vocals on Needy are so good. So good. I so could. good. Her vocals throughout the entire thing are good. I yes. mean, that's her big draw. Yes. I think it's always going to be the vocals. Her range is incredible. She has the range. So just about anything. And I love when she goes on, like, nighttime television and they just have her sing things and everyone gets amazed. Because no matter how many times I see it, it's still going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. She's an incredible vocalist. And every single time, like, all of the beats on her songs are really, really good. They're really well produced. Mm -hmm. She's always been really well produced. Mm -hmm. They never steal the show from her vocals. Nope. Because I don't think it's possible for something to steal the show from her vocals. Yeah. No, I don't think so. They're they're just so good. Um, I also wrote down just about this album as a whole that she knows what she wants and she has the clout to get it. Like at this you point, she, she is such an established artist yeah. that like she was t- telling people that you know she doesn't want to release an album, tour it to death, all of that stuff. The normal like music industry yeah, formula mm-hmm. for a pop artist. She wanted to release uh, music. She said like an uh, like a rap artist does where they're just constantly creating, constantly yep. releasing mm-hmm. music as it's like fits with their creative ebb and flow. She can do that. She and can. She's proved it with this album. If nothing else, yes, she's she proved that she can write an album and make it in 3 weeks and still be on the Billboard Top 100. Yes. It's currently entering its second week mm-hmm. on number one. Mm-hmm. Week prior was her second number one, like, ever. Wasn't she, like, the first one in a very long time to get, have two different albums on the Billboard Hot 100 at the same time? Yes. She also, yeah, I believe so. She also uh, beat the Beatles record of having okay. three number ones at the same time. She did that, folks. She did that. She did that. She also is the first female solo artist since... Taylor Swift's reputation mm-hmm. to have more than a single week at number one. We love that. You cannot deny, like, even if you don't like her music, you cannot deny what a powerhouse she is in the music industry. I completely agree. Completely She's earned agree. it. She's earned it. And also something to note, mm-hmm. um, nine out of 12 of the songs okay. have two or more female writers, according to Rolling Stone, <sighs> which apparently is a first for her. Amazing. Which I was like, okay, like, I'm glad we're here doing this, mm-hmm. but also... More people need to do it. <laughs> Surprising <laughs> that it's a first for her. Yeah, me too. I was a little surprised. But that makes sense because all of the rest of the albums that she's done have all been with, mm-hmm. like, Max Martin and, yeah, like, people yeah, from yeah. that camp. Okay, um, that makes sense. So, which he's still on the album, but it's also, you know, yes. female writers. So, we love that. I, I loved it. There was another quote that I got. Uh, yes, Grande's voice, gently whistling here, totally annihilating there. That sums it up completely. I love that. So I have a question for you. Yes. This could be potentially controversial. Okay. But do you think Ghostin' is about Mac Miller? I don't know. I feel like I don't know enough about what their relationship was to That's be fair. able to form an opinion on That's that. Fair. I definitely think it's a possibility. Yeah, I agree. 
I just feel like I feel like people are like really divided about mm-hmm. whether or not it's about him. Yeah. And like people at the very beginning when the album first came out, they were like, Oh, um, it's not about him, but then she like she maybe like alluded to it or something. Okay. I don't know. But I was just wondering what your thoughts were on whether or not Ghost is about Mac Miller. R. I. P. Now, what did you think of the Break Up With Your Boyfriend, I'm Bored music video? I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, what's his face? Charles Charles Melton? Is that his name? I don't know. From Riverdale. From right? Riverdale. Yeah. He's just, like, appearing in all these little things, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you could get it. You could get it. Yeah, no, I loved it. I definitely, like, I listened to the mm-hmm. song before I watched the video. Okay. And I was like, oh, the song's all right, whatever. And yeah. then I watched the video, and I was like, break up with your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm bored. <laughs> I saw a, a gif, I think, on Twitter or something yeah. of the last second of yeah. the music video where she's, like, about to kiss the girl instead yeah. of the guy. And I was like, hello? I, I need to go watch this video right now. And then I did. And the whole time I was confused, I was like, wait, but I thought she kisses the girl at the end. <laughs> she still does, folks. What a twist. M. Night Shyamalan directed this <laughs> one. I, I That's really... right. You thought Drew's was the movie podcast. It's this one now. <laughs> Shout out to the loyal fans of Indie Blue Radio. <laughs> Shout out. Um, yeah, definitely watching the video was was the catalyst of me loving the song oh yeah absolutely um, and just, it's such, it's just such a good video it is it absolutely like it's even the if it is like video for this song even if it is a little problematic like when you really literally think about it yes don't literally think about it don't be that person S- suspension just, of disbelief just love it for what it is calm down Calm down. It's not that serious. I read a quote from uh, a Rolling Stone article that said the theme of the album is basically break up with your music industry. I'm bored. Which harkens back to her talking about how she just wants to release music when the spirit moves her. Right. Uh, This article also said that the album is just a woman and a mood, taking that mood out for a drive until she pedal to the metals it off a cliff. All right. I think that's a really very, like, visceral way to put the way that this album builds. I because completely Because it does agree. build if you listen to it in order. Yes. Um, but it's it's just such a good album overall. I think it's fantastic. Are I we, love Bloodline. Are we going to rate it? Are we going to rate it? Or do we want to wait till the end? I don't know. Um, we can rate it now. Okay. What would you rate it? I would give it a three and a half out of five. Okay. I think I'm I think I'm gonna go four out of five. Okay. Cause it's just so good. A couple of them made it onto my February March playlist. Of course. What is on my February playlist right now from Yes, from please do tell us. Definitely mm-hmm. break up with your girlfriend on board. Such a good one. It's just like um, so danceable. I All know. of her songs. The beats are just so well produced. And, like, even though they don't take it away from her voice, they right. they add to it just enough. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to pay attention to the lyrics if you don't want to, but no, just, just the mix of the beats with her voice is enough to, like... Can we talk about the mix on her beats? Can we just talk about that real quick? It's so good. It's so good. Um, thank you, Next, and break up with your girlfriend on board. 
Love it. Apparently, I listened to Seven Rings too much last month, and it's not on. I'm a little <laughs> upset at past me, but it's okay. Oh, well. It's okay. Whatever. Um, there's also uh, stuff on from Sweetener on here, but okay. that's a separate podcast. A whole podcast. <laughs> whole podcast. Tune into the Ariana Grande podcast we're now starting because there's <laughs> so much to talk about. I mean, if you want to do that, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys out there are listening, want us to do an Ariana Grande tweet podcast, at the tweet Indie Blue Radio. at the Indie Blue Radio. Twitter. Twitter. What? All right. So, mm-hmm. Shannon, is it time to talk more about music? Is it time to talk more about music? I, I think it is. Let's do it. All right, folks. Today here on Women's Empowerment Hour, <laughs> we're talking <laughs> about the Aces. Tell me about them. Who are they? I love the Aces. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a girl group okay. from Utah. It's made up of sisters, Crystal and Elisa, and then their two best friends, Katie McKenna. We love that. We love that. We, we really, really do. Love that. Um, they because what what group of friends hasn't just at one point been like. Let's start a band. Let's start a band. And it's so great to just see people who are actually like. They made a band. They made folks. a band. They made a band. They made music, and it's great music. Yeah. Crystal actually said, I believe this was a BBC article. Um, she said, we were all friends before we were in a band, hanging out, and it was a nice, easy, natural transition. I love that. I know. I know. I love hanging. I love having girlfriends. I know. Me too. They're so good. <laughs> women are great, guys. Women are great. We love women. Um... <laughs> That's the mood for That's 2019. That's the mood for 2019, in case you didn't already know. The mood for 2019 um, is women's empowerment. Women's empowerment. Um, so, yeah. So, I saw them February of last year mm-hmm. when they went on tour with Coin. Okay. We love Coin. Yes. Um, and I immediately listened to all of their music. <laughs> I was like, these girls are so good. Um, they're, like, one of the best bands I've ever seen live. Yeah. Because they just command the stage. And they command oh, the audience. It's so amazing. And they just have when you're at a show like that. They just have a blast, and it's so fun. And then it makes you want to have a blast. E- yeah, to know that the artists like to be able to tell that they're having fun yeah. on the stage is so important. Ugh, love it. Tell me more. Um, so their debut album, "When My Heart Felt Volcanic," came out last April. Um, they currently have about what did it say on Spotify? Like. 500,000 monthly listeners. Mm-hmm. One of them is me. <laughs> one of them is one me. One of them is about to be me. <laughs> Heck yeah. Add one um, <laughs> onto whatever number <laughs> Kathleen said. Um, and their, one of their lead songs off of that album was called Volcanic Love. That okay. has 3.6 million streams on Spotify. Ooh. So that's really cool. Um, their first single came out in 2016. The song is called Stuck. Okay. So good. Um, and then Physical was their second single, came out 2017 off their debut EP, I Don't Like Being Honest, um, which also has Other Bop, Baby Who, which we should play. Right now? Maybe, right now. All right, here it is. Time make it look easy. Wish I didn't have to try out strangers. Used to take up all my time. Tell me There it was. People know what she sounds like. Um, so, yeah. Um, oh, I'm also going to go see them over spring break, March 11th. Amazing. Um, 
which is why I wanted to talk about them. They're signed Hype to... It up. Buy tickets. Everybody buy tickets. They're signed to Red Bull Records, which I'm a little surprised about, considering okay. all the rest of the Red Bull Records, like, group. Yeah, they either don't exist anymore, or they're, like, yeah. not on Red Bull Records anymore. No. So, there's so that. So, it's just a stopping point, maybe, to bigger and better things. I hope so. I hope so. Um, or maybe they'll here? they'll stick with it, you know. When you find a record label that works, you found one that works. That's true. That's a whole different podcast, though. Whole different podcast. Join us on our business <laughs> podcast that will never happen. I mean, I'd be down. <laughs> <laughs> I like to talk about business. Indie Blue Radio is just us having shows. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All um, right, tell me more. What else? So, other bops that everyone listening to this podcast should listen to. Mm-hmm. Fake Nice. Okay. Uh, Levin is Bible. Okay. Which is so good, you guys. It's okay. so good. Um, and last one, which they recently did. They did a really fun video for it okay. where they, like, are zombies. And, like, the oh. video is them, like, be basically just, like, progressively dying. But then they did it in Spanish. What? Yeah. They did it in Spanish, too. So that's really cool because I guess awesome. Crystal, Crystal and Melissa are Spanish, okay. and they they were like, they went to their dad and they were like, hey, we want to do a song in Spanish. So then their dad just helped them Love write all the rest it. of the lyrics in Spanish. That's so cool. Um, what else? Oh, um, there's a great article okay. on NPR about NPR. them that was that was up right when their EP came out. Okay, and it started off with "Get Ready for Some Funk." And then well, the you second know line, I'm in. The second line was missing Heim. I am. You can listen to. You can now listen to the Aces because they're a great stand-in. Is basically what the. Welcome to the third part of our show <laughs> where we talk about Heim. I love that. Would have been also great to talk about. Tune on in this next week when we're gonna talk about Heim. <laughs> Women's this empowerment is not hour, a joke. part two. <laughs> this is not a joke. We are talking about Heim next week. I, okay, that's fine. Totally everyone's fine. homework is to listen to Haim. Listen to Haim. What song should they listen to? All of them. Okay. Great. Listen to Haim. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, yes. <laughs> BBC also said that their music is very 80s. But specifically, okay. they said, imagine Paramore on a double date with Whitney Houston and Belinda Carlisle. Okay. And that's the aces. I'm so into this. I can't wait to listen. I'm really surprised that you haven't listened to them before. Me too. From the sounds of it, they're perfect. For You're going to love them. Wow. I can't believe that If Records Could Talk just gave me my new favorite band. We love that for you. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> hopefully, and it, it gave could be your favorite band too. Hopefully, if it you is. Listen to the Aces tonight. Catch me on campus talking about the Aces to everyone. Catch us at our Starbucks table. <laughs> Talking about these. Um, so the last reason why you're gonna love them. Okay. This is from NME. I don't know what that stands for. Sorry. I think we had them last time. It's a Chinese media entertainment group. Oh, cute. Okay. So they said, crammed with glossy guitar licks, thumping drums, and joyful vocal harmonies mm. that'll make you wanna roll the windows down and hit the highway. And that, ladies I'm and gentlemen, so. Is the Aces. And with that, we're going to play another song because I just want to listen to them. So here it is. Trying to brush you off, but you keep stumbling into my songs. 
I wonder what song we played. It was the last one. I hope you enjoyed that clip of the last one. Because I'm certain that I did. (laughs) Did we play the Spanish version? Let us know. (laughs) Let us know if we played the Spanish version. version. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's the Aces. That's the Aces. When we get back from break, I will talk about how great they were. Um, Good. Because they're great. So tune in for Women's Empowerment Hour Part 3 after (laughs) spring break. Should we just make this a women empowerment and music Mm, podcast? There's an idea. Why didn't we do that before? I don't know. Well, apparently we only talk about women on this podcast now. We only talk about women on this podcast now. (laughs) I hope you've enjoyed this episode of uh, If Records Could Talk. Um, everyone go listen to the Aces. Everyone go listen to the Aces. Listen to the new Ariana Grande album. If you haven't already. We're a little late to the game talking about it, so you've probably already listened to but it. But we thought and that wore it she out. would be such a good fit for our Women's Empowerment Hour. Mm-hmm. Half hour? Women's Empowerment Hour? I've been calling hour. it Women's Empowerment Hour because it sounds better, but you oh, are you correct. Oh, you know why, though? Because our show's half an hour, and then you're going to spend another half hour listening to these wonderful ladies. Boom. There's your full hour. There's your full hour of music, folks. Keep touching the microphone. That's not good. <clears throat> so I hope that you've all enjoyed this episode of If Records Could Talk. I'm giving When My Heart Fall Volcanic slash The Aces mm-hmm. my second five out of five. Five out of five. Because I, I love rate them, them so much. I've never heard them. But you can rate the idea of them. I'm rating the idea of them a six out of five because I love it that much. Me too. I didn't know we could do that. So you know what? I'm going to give this album and the Aces a 6 out of 5 also. <laughs> the first ever. <laughs> first six ever 6 out of 5. Uh, Shout out to my Aces faces. That's their ooh, fan group. I am so into that. <laughs> okay. This show really does have to end now, even though we don't want to go. And I'm sure you don't want us to go. But we'll see you next week. See you next for week. For another episode of If Records Could Talk. Okay, bye. Bye. Good night. Love you.